Hello and welcome to season two, episode fifteen of the Best Got Beat. I am David Verbin. Joined again by Warsaw reporter Liam Keane. Are you alright, Liam? Yeah, I'm not too happy. You sound like you're um you, you sound like you were sad. You were joined again by uh, by oh, Liam oh, Keane, sadly. Right, I'm, I'm reading the intro. This no. Delu- this loot no, 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 well, you, no you, I'm gonna carry on talking, so you, you just let you just let them behind the curtain there of the uh, of the editing. Well I was trying to rush the intro in because as the listeners will probably figure out throughout this podcast there's some building work going on next door and there's <laughs> it's constant it is. hammering. Well, I assume it is. It sounds like someone's yeah, hammering. Yeah, basically someone's just hammering a wall and we've got no idea why. I mean, I can't hear it when I'm at my desk. I can only hear it when I come in here. No, I heard it earlier. Oh, did it's you? Around, there, yeah, around the corner. <laughs> oh, well. So yeah, try to fit in the intro before it started again, but if you hear, if you hear it, then some banging. Tough look. It's not Liam beating me up. Like he usually bullies me. Let's, let's, let's not go there. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's not go down that. But anyway, you're HR right. might listen to this. <laughs> I'm all right, mate. I'm all right. It's been a busy. Um, it's been a busy few days. It's just been a lot going on. And you scared about the coronavirus yet? Nah, I don't really care. Yeah, you don't really think you'll make it. You, way you know, the first, I was just about to say to you, but I forgot to say it before I, uh, we started. The first Briton has died from it on that cruise ship in in Japan. So he hasn't died in 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 Britain. But what, they have him under quarantine. Or the yeah, they, they, they quarantine that cruise cruise ship, didn't they? I can't say oh, the word I'm cruise ship. About it. You see the story uh, that's come out this morning about they might, if they have to cancel sporting events, like Liverpool won't win the league. That, that would be so I funny, wouldn't it? How funny would that be? <laughs> um, no, to be honest with you, I don't really give a monkeys. You don't care about catching it? No, not really. We'll, more we'll, people die from the flu every year. We'll be fine, though. It's more people with bad immune systems anyway. Anyway, let's yeah, talk about corona. I mean, how do you know what my immune system's like? No, I'm fine. I've just been busy... Um, I, I've had to drive to Telford yesterday and today. It's not that bad, is it? Well, I'm, I live in Warwick. Oh, yeah, true, true, true. <laughs> It's a bit further for me. Um, so I had to go t- yesterday before work and then today after the presser before I came to the office. Because I had to drop my car off to get a service, pick up a pool car, and go back to get my car again today. But I can't really complain, I get the service for free, but still. Mm. Isn't it a company car as well? It is. I don't know why you. I don't know why you just slip it. Don't just slip that yeah, in it's there. It's nice. Uh, some people don't. Don't worry. Cars, you know? Yeah. Well, it's not a. It's not a. It's a Renault Clio. It's a nice car, but it's not, it's not like a BMW or anything. So, but um, yeah. I don't know why you have to slide. I don't know why you have to slide that in there. You're just trying to just trying to catch me out at any point you can. Just want as much ammunition against you as yeah, possible. Yeah, whatever. Considering, again, like I've already mentioned, you bully me. No, I know, I don't, let's, let's, honestly, HR might hear this. Let's not go into it. Anyway. I'll threaten you right now. Let's, <laughs> right. Fran, throw some stuff at me. Let's start with some... Wait, how, how have you been before? I've been all right. Same. Old, you, know. <laughs> you sound so <laughs> miserable. It's all right. I've been... Uh, Living up, man. You know, I'm part-time. I've been working a bit more because Luke's been on holiday. Yes. But. Oh, you've been to Thailand. Is this funny? Do you, other, people won't know this, but... um. <laughs> he went on to, to Thailand for two weeks with his girlfriend and then a friend and then his girlfriend so there was four of them um, his the his mate the, the, when they were over there the work, his work called him up and said um, when you come back you've got two weeks off whether you feel ill or not you've got two weeks off just, be, what, just because of the because coronavirus, of coronavirus. <laughs> so when you, you've got two weeks off whether you feel ill or not we're giving you two weeks paid off as well his this this guy's girlfriend. Um, they uh, I think they contacted they contacted her as well, but I don't think she got it off. Luke's girlfriend. Um, as soon as she got off the plane, they were waiting for their uh, their um, luggage, and they called her straight away as soon as she came off the plane and said, "How are you feeling? Do you feel ill?" Blah blah blah. Well, this is her stuff. work. Yeah yeah yeah. Luke's come here. Not one person <laughs> has said anything to him. He's walked <laughs> he's walked in with a load of like. 
Thai sweets that he's given out to everyone, and, everyone, and, and, and everyone's and everyone, that sounds a bit dodgy, doesn't it? And everyone's gone, everyone's gone. Oh, like joking about coronavirus, but they're more than happy for him to be within the yeah, within yeah. the within the building, within the area. Whether he feels, feels ill or not, no one gives well, a monkey. I hadn't thought about <laughs> it before, but now you've said it. You've been sitting next to him. I know. I said right next to him. <laughs> so to be honest, mate, you're you're probably affected. Now I'm probably affected. We got in one of those masks. We got Joe and Judah coming back from uh, from Barcelona, where a couple of people have got it. So you know what. If there's an outbreak, ENS is suddenly. infected, mate. It's done. Maybe, uh, you know, you always dream about what you would do in the zombie apocalypse, anyway, wouldn't you? Maybe this is a chance. I've watched a lot of movies and TV shows of zombie apocalypse. I think I'd be brilliant. What? What's your plan? Go on. If you had to hole up somewhere. <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean just like I'd go around like bashing their heads in. Or so. <laughs> well, you'd be like a rogue, yeah. like vigilante zombie yeah, killer. Yeah, well, no, cause I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Yeah, it'd be the zombies I'm killing. Anyway, let's move on. Let's talk about the Sanders. That's what people yes, are in. Yes, yes. Uh, first off, Northampton. I mean, last yeah. game that I was at. What a game! This uh, is the problem with doing it every two weeks. We have to go back to a game two yeah. weeks ago. But yeah, but I mean, this is one worth talking. You about. You were there. It is one worth talking about. To be fair, you know, I haven't been at a loss for one of our clubs since November. Any of the clubs? No. Who was the loss in November? Uh, Bristol City v Shrewsbury, 4-3 Bristol. Boo! Oh, Bristol Rovers, sorry. Bristol Rovers, not Bristol City. I was going to say, I didn't even cotton on there. <laughs> anyway, Northampton, two goals from Callum Morton in the first half before uh, Gordon Guthrie and Holden turned it around the second to give Warsaw the win. Um, only sec- only the second did, time. Did you, did you just say Gordon Guthrie and Holden? Yeah. I'm, I'm almost certain you, you like mixed them into two names. You went, Gordon Guthrie Holden. <laughs> like it was like it was two and people. They know what I'm on about. Anyway, only second time Warsaw have come from behind to win this season. Uh, the other one was Crawley, Crawley um, which was not that long ago either. No, what, Liam, was this a tactical masterclass from Daniel Clark, <laughs> or was it a disaster class? Turn masterclass with a bit of help from the wind. Uh, probably the second one. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, the the first half was terrible. I mean, they were they were really poor. The five of the bat didn't work. The full backs, sort of the wing backs rather, weren't getting forward enough. Um, Adebayo and Gordon were just isolated up top on their own. They had three midfielders uh, that are all uh, similar in style in that they'll they're dogged and they'll win the ball back and 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 win ball, particularly Sharon win balls in the air. But they're not creative, the three of them. And um, they they were. I mean, it was like it was almost like an eight-two formation because it was just like the, the wing backs weren't pushing on. Or they, or, or they didn't have the space to push on. The three midfield was so flat and so deep, and then it was a Gordon Adebayo up there just feeding off scraps. Um, they did well, to be fair. What, they did, yeah. Adebayo, yeah, they, they both Especially. did really well. Um, Adebayo particularly, and uh, but they were they were feeding off nothing. Um, second half, the goal. Well, the first goal, Gordon equal, uh, not equalising, so getting one back. Um, comes actually actually before we get on to that, that Callum Morton was it? Is that his name? Yeah, yeah. He's a twenty-year-old striker on loan from West Brom. I thought he looked decent. Yeah, and there's, there's loads of talent from the local clubs that you can pick up. He looked decent in the second half as well when they, they, the rest of the team were falling down a bit. Yeah, yeah he, he reached a few crosses. Particularly the first half of the second half. And yeah. when, he, when, he, when he was brought off, I thought he, he dipped a little bit. But um, he, I mean, he, looks, he looks a tidy player. He, there's a lot of good talent around that we should be looking at. But anyway, um, Gordon actually gets the the first goal back uh, before the, the formation change. It was just a good cross from Facey. And it was a really good header, actually. Um Sort of helps it on, glancing header into the far corner. Um, and then the change comes, um, 4 2 3 one to Guthrie and Holden come on. Uh, no, that's wrong. Guth- Guthrie and uh, Wes McDonald came on. Holden came on just after. Um, so then it was Sinclair and Guthrie Holden. 
Kinsella in behind Adebayo and then Wes, McDonald and, and Gordon on the wings. Um, and it worked. It, uh, Kinsella in behind isn't... Uh, the, obviously, the ideal is to put Holden there, but they would have had to make three changes all at once. So they, they gave, I think they gave it 10 minutes and put Holden in. I thought Kinsella actually did all right, to yeah, be fair. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I like that. I like that formation, particularly with Holden in the hole, because it's by far his best position. Mm. Um, he, I think he looks brilliant. On, when, he, when he gets the ball in a position where he can turn and face the defence... That's where he's most dangerous, I think. And he, he picked out some lovely passes as well um, and obviously got the goal in the end. But with that with that formation, obviously it pushes Josh out wide, but I don't think he plays the same role out wide in that formation than he does in a 4-4-2 playing on, in right mid. Mm. Because there's only the one striker in the 4-2-3-1, he drifts inside a lot more. So particularly when the play's on the left side, it's almost like they're playing a 4-2-2. Two two, that's sort of lopsided to the left side, if you know what I mean, and and yeah. and, and faces essentially on the on the right on his own because Gordon comes very central, pushes right in, even to the point where he was popping up on the left flank at times to pick the ball up and and sort of link link the passing. Um, so that's what I like about the formation because when Gordon is in a four four two and he's in right mid, he he is playing as a right mid right right winger, which is not his best position. He has actually had a couple of decent games there. He scored there against Salford. Scored there against Exeter as well, I think. So he's had a couple of decent games there, but for me, he's so and, and, and Darrell is, is the same. He's the, thinks that he's the better through the middle. Couldn't get my words out there. <laughs> thinks he's better through the middle, um, and which he obviously is. And having that formation, obviously, when it is on the right side, he, he does push out a bit more, brings the ball in, plays sort of one two face your or Holden coming in. And when you have Holden coming in, because he's he's already playing centrally. When Josh is out wide on that right wing, when, they, when he has the ball out, out there, he has an inlet to come inside. So he can play the ball inside to hold and they play these sort of triangles or one-twos. And then, and then they have another sort of avenue to get out of the... So Gordon can then push inside again. So that's what I like about it. Uh, and it worked, it worked brilliantly. Uh, they were much, much better in that second half. It was an excellent performance. Adebayo was sublime. Holden was brilliant. Um, Gordon was brilliant as well. And... Uh, and then ninety third minute. I mean, <laughs> I was you were you were already, already off, left, weren't yeah. you? You were down to sort of get the, ready to get the fan videos. I was in the concourse watching, peering over. And I was I was almost so. on the pitch. The um, <laughs> there's uh, some of the fans that sit sit near me. I was almost like I, I stood up when the when the goal went in. I started. I was like I was like yeah, and then realised oh, yeah, <laughs> I better start the, typing. Did you get eyes of the Northampton blokes behind? Oh, you? I don't give a monkeys. Um, <laughs> I. Uh, I, so I just jumped down and started typing again, but it was, um, yeah, it was brilliant. I, I love a good last-minute goal, and for the for holding to get it as well was brilliant because he's been really good the last few months, um, particularly when you compare it to some of his performances earlier in the season. That's his first goal in professional football, um, and he deserved it. He's, he, yeah, I'm really really pleased for him as well. He's not he's a nice lad. Daryl Clark's very good tactically. That's something that I. Found when I, you know, I went to some fans won't agree with you. Well, this is about to be my question. I um, I went to Warsaw matches very early in the season. And Warsaw were pretty poor during that time, and it it was a few months before I went to my next one. And the change between those two sides or the same side, which was, looked like a completely yeah. different side, was no, they, they was, are they are a different was vast. And do you think? I mean, my question is, do you think Daryl Clark gets enough credit for being a tactical manager? That is because he talks a lot about mentality more than anything, but his tactics. I've never, I haven't a, seen him talk about it very much. He's a very, in conversations with him on the record and off it, he's a very 
tactically aware manager. He's, yes. He's put a lot of emphasis on that, um, as, uh, that, which is why fans have started calling him Tinkerman Daryl and things like this, because he does make changes based on the team that are coming up um, quite regularly. Um, so it, it can swing either way. Uh, I think, I think personally, he gets enough credit and enough criticism, whichever way it goes. I think it's pretty down the down the line and pretty fair with him, if I'm honest, from from myself and from fans. Um, he, yeah, he puts a lot of emphasis on that, which is why you see several changes every week normally. Um, and yeah, it goes either way. Sometimes it can be a good thing. Sometimes it can be a bad thing. I.e., the first half in Northampton, it was a bad thing. It did, the five of the bat didn't work. So. Um, so yeah, and it's I mean there's a bit of luck involved in it as well, and it's to sort of rub the green as well. So uh, yeah, I think he gets enough praise and, and criticism on 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 both sides of it. Honestly, I think it's relatively fair. You said after that Northampton match that he picked his team based on the conditions that we knew that were going to be there for that match, whatever storm it was at that time. Mm, yeah, um, whichever one it was, five do, storms ago. Does Daryl Clark focus too much on what the opposition are going to do and doesn't focus on his team and work to their strengths? In the Northampton first half, I think he did, yeah. Uh, it's not something I would regularly criticise him for, if I'm honest. Because um, I, I, I don't personally think there's anything wrong. Because I think it, there would be a sort of arrogance about it if you could, if you think, I'm only worrying about us. Because if that was the case, we'd also be top of the league, wouldn't they? I think you have, to, you have to look at other teams and think, what is it they do well and what is it they don't do well? And try and target the areas that Warsaw can exploit. But to change your whole team week, every week... Well, it isn't the whole team every week. It's probably if I had to guess an average, you probably I'd average about three. Sometimes it's one. Sometimes it could be four or five or whatever. But um, but the Northampton game, yeah, I don't think it works because they left too many of their best players on the bench. For me, Wes McDonald, Guthrie, Lavery. Although the Lavery one ended up not not being important because Adebayo played so well, and obviously Gordon's a, a sort of on the first name of the team sheet normally anyway. Um, yeah, I, first half against Northampton it didn't work. Obviously, I did work, so you can you, you can criticise that. Um, I, I do think there's a balance to be had on playing your your most dangerous players to attack the game and win the game, versus looking at what they do well and setting up to setting up to to beat them. So in most cases, or so, so, so I say set up, to, set up to nullify them. So in most cases, I actually agree with Daryl in the sense that. You, you, you can't just be arrogant about yourself. You have to look at both sides. The side where I would disagree is potentially, unless injuries or suspensions force it, which they have at times, uh, playing, for example, James Clark playing him in fullback. Now, I think James Clark is capable of playing fullback. I say, say he's capable. He has played there in fullback this season at times. Um, and I think, he's, I think he's a very good player. I think he can play both positions well. He's had some, I mean, Port Vale away where he played left back, he was superb. Um, so there's been plenty of sort of opportunities and examples where he's played very well in fullback positions. He is primarily a centre half, and that's his best, best best position. There's been times when, because he's Daryl's concerned about the fullbacks defending one on one, that he's played James Clark there ahead of them when everyone is fit and available. I'm not entirely sure I agree with that because it it adds a certain sort of rigidity to the to the defence which can be good obviously but then with an out ball it's there, there isn't really there isn't really an out ball at times I know that's something fans are criticised and that's probably the one thing I'd pick up on surely the solution to that is make sure your fullbacks don't find themselves in one-on-one situations rather than 
Do you not think? Well, yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, double, particularly on uh, wingers that are well, wingers that are particularly dangerous on the opposition. Double up on them. You see what teams do to Wes McDonald every week. Double, just double yeah. up on them. So, um, so yeah, that's that's probably that's that's probably my take on it. I think. Let's move on to Port Vale then. Bring it on. Another game where Walsall came from behind. Uh, twice came from behind. Um, through Gordon and Adebayo, goal and an assist for Adebayo. Ball. Is this now Warsaw's best strike partnership? I mean... Oh, I don't know about that. Why not? You are nasty, nasty boy. <laughs> no, um, no, don't get... See, bully. No, this is good. Don't <laughs> stop with that. This is good. This is good. This is... They've got... They've, rather than having two strikers that are going to play pretty much every week and are in form, they've now got three strikers, hopefully, if Dadabai keeps it up, that are going to be fine for probably only two spaces every week. Um, there has been there was I think there was one game this season where he's played all three of them and played Gordon out wide and started all three of them. How did that work? Not great no. from memory. I, I'm actually struggling to figure which game it was. Now. I was thinking, to remember, I was thinking could you fit them all into the same team? Played with that four. It was a four-two-three-one. Four, uh, four, no, uh, unless you play out a buyer out wide, but I don't think mm. that would work. He, although he did play sort of ten, fifteen minutes out wide against Port Vale and did all right to be fair. Um, but anyway, um, no, I think. Uh, the, just the competition's good. Uh, rotate between the three of them, Pati- particularly if Adebayo keeps his consistency up. Rotate between the three of them, and I think that's pretty. Um, that's I think that's positive as far as I'm concerned. But in the Port Vale game, um, so it was a four-four-two that with Holden playing on the right midfield can eat, can change into a four-two-three-one without any substitutions being necessary. Which is I put a story the other day about that. Talking about uh, Holden's flexibility, his flexibility in positions allows him to change the team without having to make any substitutions or change the formation, um, which they did. Which they did in the second half. They changed to a four-two-three-one for the second half. Um, I, I a lot of the players I've spoken to, and also Daryl, has said that they they didn't think the first half was good enough um, against Port Vale. But I actually thought they were they were decent first well, half. Score at half time. Two-one to Port Vale, but I thought. I thought they were decent. I thought Daryl particularly criticised the defence, which is understandable because the first goal was a, a short corner, whipped in, back post, Leon leg, fires ahead of home, but Shea Facey loses him completely. Or, or, or doesn't even know, Yeah, he's a big lad, yeah. Shea Facey loses him completely or doesn't know he's there. There's no one else sort of taking control of the situation. It's just, He's just unmarked at the back post to, to head at home. So that was bad defending. The second one, I'm not so sure it was bad defending, if I'm honest. I mean, whether you could have said they could have come out and chased... No, I'm not even going to say that, actually. I don't think it was bad defending, personally. Because Dan Scar did run out to get a block on it. And the shot from the edge of the box has clipped the back of his heel and wrong-footed Rose. I think it's just a terrible look. Yeah. Um, whether there was something I've missed in the build-up to that phase of play that I've missed, maybe I don't know. But I didn't think that was bad defending. You play that game again, and Warsaw probably win because. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, so they go in at two-one down, and I thought that one. I think I tweeted at the time. I thought one-one would have been fair. Um, and then they come out in the second half, four-two-three-one. So exactly the way I've described it, uh, it was Gordon out wide, holding him behind. Uh, Wes uh, on the left, Adebayo up top. So it's. Um, and it worked really well. They they were brilliant first half. They came out, um, scored relatively quickly. Um, it was a little bit of luck, really, because Adebayo's done brilliantly down the left, crossed it. And there, I think it's Montano, I think it is, the, their fullback. Um, 
he's sort of rushing back into the box and it's just bad defending because he goes a bit he goes a bit too early and the ball ends up coming behind him and he can't quite get his foot on it. And then Gordon's just stood there with the ball with an open goal and just finishes. So it was a little bit of luck, uh, but a good finish. And then they should have won it from there. They had several good chances. Holden, McDonald had chances. Um, and then the massive one. I don't know if you... Have, you, have I shown you the video of this save? No. I, I, showed, I think I showed Luke the, the other day. Uh, it was exactly the same uh, for Adebayo crossing for Gordon, but the other way around. Gordon's down the left. As I said, with that 43 one, you know, I said he was he, he was moving over and yeah. coming inside. And he, he popped on the left flank at this point. Crossed the ball low. Adebayo was like, what, three, four yards out? All he has to do is just tap it in. And he gets it on target, but the oh. keeper makes a point-blank save. Is it a case of him shooting at the keeper or the keeper just sprawls himself as quickly? He was a little bit too central with his shot, I'd say. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, but equally, like to, to recover with that save, I thought was brilliant. So they should have won it there. Uh, they had enough chances to win it. And it was all, apart from maybe like a five-minute period towards the end, it was all Warsaw for the whole half, really. Um, they should, should have won it with the chances, didn't. Um, but it's a decent point. And, um, and yeah, some good performances again, so not bad. Having just spoken about how good Warsaw strikers have been. Let's talk about one that didn't quite work yeah. out. Uh, was it on Monday, D, uh, Rory Gaffney? D Gaffney, obviously. You, you, do you always say D? Oh, I no. almost said D Gaffney. Rory Gaffney <clears> has <throat> confirmed um, his loan cancelled. He's gone to Shamrock Rovers. I mean, the fans seem to be pretty happy about it. What's your feelings? Yeah, well, it's the best move for all parties, really. I'm doing a comment piece for tomorrow on this. and it's um, Yeah, it's the right move for all parties because he... He was injured for... Well, he hasn't played since January 7th, so he's been injured for almost two months. Um, before that, he scored one goal in 22 games. He... He just wasn't... It just wasn't working. It, yeah, I mean, when he started out, he started out pretty decent, I thought. He, yeah, he, he, he looked bright. He looked bright. He showed... He offered something that the other Sharks don't offer, sort of holding the ball, a bit of strength, and looked like he had something about him. Um, and just... A few games he had, that a few chances he missed, like very glaring chances as well, and um, and that and the fans just turned on him. Uh, that it was done really. The fans gave him the opportunity, he didn't take it. The fans turned on him, and he and he never recovered after that. I don't think I don't think he could handle it. If I'm honest, um, I think it was probably a bit too much. To sort of cause at times it got bad as well. Like some of the sort of vitriol towards him, and I don't think he could handle it. So it's um, it's a shame because. By all accounts, from what I've heard at the club, he and what I've seen, he's sort of a, he was a fond member of the group, and the staff let, liked him at the club, and it just didn't work out. Um, Salford obviously didn't want him back there either; they don't really need him. So, uh, so yeah, permanent deal to Shamrock Rovers, and it was um, well, it's a good move for him. He gets to go go home, he gets to go to a club who, even though it's not a great league, is going to be playing week in week out probably at a club that's going to win games. And um, and yeah, I'd, I'd wish him the best best of luck as well. To be fair, and uh, yeah, I hope he gets all alright. R.I.P. Gaffney. Whoa, <laughs> he's no whoa. Okay, <laughs> no comment. Uh, what's changed? I mean, Adebayo was another one that fans wouldn't have thought would be as good as he has been in the last couple of games. What's changed with him? What's he doing better now that he wasn't doing as well before? And that's the same with Holden as well. Um, with Holden, Daryl says. It's mentality, which is something he comes back to a lot. But with Holden, I think it makes sense. He's, I think he's grown up a little bit. Um, he's taken the criticism on the chin. 
Um, we'll have a story going up relatively soon about this, with him talking about this as well. He he's taken the he's taken it on the chin. Tough criticism, some of it, and um, and yeah, and he and he's just settled down and, and improved. He's still he's still only twenty two, same as Adebayo. They're both twenty two, and holding he, he's still developing, and he, I think he's come on leaps and bounds in the last few months. Personally, in the last couple of performances uh, have been brilliant. So. With Adebayo, um, it's taken him a bit longer. Um, he's had he's scored six goals this season now. Obviously, one the other day against Port Vale. Before that, he'd had the odd decent performance mixed in with the sort of the odd pretty poor one. He's had two really good ones back to back now, and he needs to build on it. Um, he's Adebayo is one of those ones that is fighting to stay at the club. Basically, Holden uh, is on loan, and whether he stays or not, he's, he has another club to go to. Obviously, with with the uh, Bristol uh, Bristol City, but Adebayo, he, he's fine for his his future basically, um, and I think he's finally sort of found a bit of fire in him, and he's and he's going for it. Um, obviously, what the question would be, why hasn't he done it sooner? Um, but I think he yeah, he's sort of this is his first full season away from Fulham because uh, he played he's on loan at a few other clubs. I don't, he's never spent a whole season at one club. I don't think he had two or three loan spells. Um, and I think it's just a case of him finding his feet a, a bit, and uh, similar with the growing up uh, with Holden as well. He's grown up a bit um, and sort of maturing a bit, and yeah. So I think it's there's the knocking if anyone can hear it. Um, and I think he's uh, he, hopefully it'll be coming good for him now. So if he has, if he has a good eleven games uh, left of the season, if he has a good finish, he'll um, probably get a deal, and yeah, crack on from there. Uh, Wes McDonald was back in against uh, Portville, back in the starting lineup. Um, for the first time in three games, he'd been rested or dropped, or ha- what was Daryl Clark's reasoning? Was it um, rest, wasn't it? It was. I think it, he he said it was tactical. Um, whether that is the case or not, I don't know. I mean, the games before that, he struggled. Uh, he was a bit off the boil. So whether it was just a bit of a message, I don't know. But Daryl said it was tactical and that they were. Setting up in a sort of just a different different formation, basically, or different personnel. Um, he came on and scored against Forest Green. Yeah, I was going to say yeah, he's been really impactful off the bench. Yeah, he got an assist. Maybe not, not against Newport. Not against Newport, no. But got an assist uh, for the Holden winner against Northampton. Um, but then he started Port Vale. Did he? I'm trying to remember if he played the whole game. I think he did, but I don't think he. He wasn't bad, but he was sort of average against Port Vale. He wasn't wasn't quite at it. Um, so I think it's just a case of um, just finding a bit more consistency for him now because he's he's gone through so many good spells this season that at some point he was going to have a bit of an, a drop. But that drop has resulted in he's still got a goal and an assist in a couple of games as well. So it's not the worst drop in the world, is it? So um, he'll be yeah he'll be fine. Just needs a bit more consistency, I think. What well, do you think he's? More impactful off the bench, or do you think it's worth to keep starting no, because th- of how good he was early in the season? I, th- I think again it goes back to the tactical question. You you look at whether you want to start your best players or when you want to set up to try and nullify the opposition. Um, he's obviously one of the best players, and if he was, if they're setting up to go out the team, he'd be starting a game. So he'd be starting the game. So yeah, it depends really on on the tactics. I think um, I personally think he's. Uh, you have to start him, I think, personally. His, his threat's too great, I think. Warsaw are in a very good run of form at the minute, another one. Um, and Daryl Clark spoke early in the week about how the early their early season form has meant that this season is a bit of a missed opportunity for them to push for promotion. 
I mean, it, it is a missed opportunity. I think there was a table that was going around the other week yeah. that showed that there were six if they played, if the season started in late November or something, was it? Uh, early November. Early yeah. November. Um, and it, it is a missed opportunity. I understand if the fans are disappointed, but... I mean, it's it's good signs for next season. Aaron. Yeah, and I think, expect their squad to improve. I think it's good well. signs. I think they'll they'll make changes in the summer. I think it's good signs. Um, the basically, it's if if you take the October losing run, six games. If they won two out of them six, and maybe picked up a draw, or so they'd be a few points off now. Um, add that in with two losses to Carlisle and the one loss to Morecambe, which are pretty bad results. You pick up, I know, then three games, nine points. Let's say you pick up, I know, four to six points in those nine. You, you, you're in the playoffs then, if you add that into the October one as well. Um, yeah, the, the issue was is the consistency in the early part of the season and, and then the little the little one games dotted in here and there within the games they have played, or the, the periods of time they have played well. So when Daryl speaks about missed opportunities, I think that's what I take from it. He's talking about those specific Sort of clusters of games where they haven't they haven't picked up points. Uh, had they done that, they'd be in there. So I think for me, it's good signs. I I would back them. I don't think I've said this publicly yet, actually. But I would if the if the summer goes well and they and they make the right choices in players coming in and out, I would back them to challenge for automatic promotion next season. Ooh, big I'll, shout! I'm going to put that out there big now. Sh- automatic. <laughs> I challenge. I definitely challenge them for top seven. But I think. I think the nucleus of the team, with a few more sort of players added in, and a bit more time, whole pre-season for next season, I think the team's capable. That also, it also depends on the teams that come down as well, though, because mm. Bolton and Southend and Tranmere are looking like they're going to come down. They won't be any mugs next season, you imagine? So having to play on that Tranmere pitch. <coughs> Excuse me. Okay, few points there. Yeah, I am. Um, <laughs> I mean, Newport was bad, but I think Tramit was worse, you know. It, it, they, they were both bad. Yeah, um, yeah so, yeah, I, I, I don't think I've said that publicly yet, but I'll put it out there. I'll put it out there now. I, I, I would back them to, to challenge. I'm not going to say they're going to do it, but I think, I think the, the, the side's capable of it. Well, when I'm making the little clip for, um, the little graphic for Twitter tonight, I'm going to put that as the clip with a picture of you over the top. Say, please, please, don't, please don't put a picture of me in. <laughs> I, I beg. To the... Those videos do well, you know, get about a few thousand views. No, it was a nice, it was a nice idea from you. Well done. To be fair, you're was, finally to, coming good. To be fair, it was Judah's idea. But oh, here we he, go. He was, like, he was like, "Oh, we need to do something like this." And I was like, "Oh, I know how to do that." And he was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> so you're finally doing some <laughs> bloody work. See, bullying. It what do we even? What bullying. do we pay you for, man? Oh, to be fair. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, let's not go there. Let's <laughs> move on. Let's look ahead to Stevenage. Stevenage, dead last place. They've lost the last nine. Haven't won in the league since. I think they've lost the last eight. That's eight, is it? Well, I mean, lost last nine in the league. I think. Oh, maybe. maybe Oh, no, you you might be right. If it's the league, then I was doing all competitions. I think it's lost last nine. Maybe maybe we're both right. Lost last nine in the league. Haven't won. Oh no, I think they've lost the last nine, but haven't won in October. They've lost more than. Oh, who cares? They've lost a lot of games. Move on. Yeah, the lowest the lowest scoring team in the league um, with one of the worst defenses. I mean, it's funny with the worst defense, you know, because when it was the nil nil draw at the Banks's. I thought at the back they looked really good. I thought that going forward, I didn't think they were they're amazing. Like, they're they like had sixth bottom or something. They're not the worst. Like... Yeah, well, I, th- I thought at the back, I thought they were pretty decent. Uh, it was, um, it was quite an entertaining nil nil actually. It was quite a decent game. Um, yeah, I was both, looking at stats for a lot of shots. Yeah, both sides could have won it. They both sides had decent chances. 
but you, I mean, sure, you especially na- the team that played Stevenage then and the team, the Warsaw team now, yeah. I, I think it's almost night and day. Yeah, I think they've come on so much from there. So for me, you'd back them to beat them, sure. Yeah, well, I was going to say, I mean, you don't like to say in football, but if you're going to put your money on any match, Warsaw, I'll tell you what, I've learned this quickly as well, and this isn't this isn't a dig because obviously I. Uh, very fond of the club, but it'd be typical Warsaw, wouldn't it? It'd be typical Warsaw to go there, to go there after a run of sort of good four results and, and go there and lose comfortably to Stevenage. Let's hope that's not the case. Let's hope the game actually is on in the first place. Did, did you see the picture of their ground the other day? Oh, is it like yesterday? Just flooded? Just no, flooded. no, no. It was the picture yesterday. It was uh, covered in snow. Oh, okay. The whole picture was caked in snow, and then obviously all the rain and everything at the moment. I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm a little bit concerned about it. I'm not gonna lie. How, how far away is Stephen Shreve? Is it a nice, nice journey? Uh, well, it's two hours from me in Warwick, but it might not be much oh, okay. more from here because I, because if you go straight on the motorway, you might not actually be driving that much longer. Uh, I, I don't know. It's near Watford. Oh, it's, it's like, south? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I've got my jug feet all mixed Your jug feet all over the gap. <laughs> uh, Darrell Clark said Luke Pierce, 15 year old, will be in the squad for this match. What do yes. you know about him? He's a striker. <laughs> um, no, he's. Uh, I should have checked this before he came in. He made the bench once this season, and I can't for the life of me remember what game it was. It was a... I'm pretty sure it was a league game, because in the... When Sam Perry played in the trophy against Portsmouth, he wasn't on the, he wasn't on the bench for that game. Do you want me to try and look it up for you? Yeah, I don't think you'll find it, but have a look. Yeah. <clears throat> Just put Luke Pierce, Express and Star, see what he comes up, because I did put his name in the, in the report. Uh... It was Warsaw, yeah, yeah. It was Warsaw three, Chelsea in the twenty ones too when they came from behind. Oh, does it say he's on, he was on the bench? Yeah, well, you've written it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, no. being named on the bench. Okay, so it was a trophy game then. Okay, that's fine. It wasn't the league, but either way, he he, he didn't come on in the game. Uh, oh yes, I remember it now because I remember thinking, oh, if they are winning comfortably or losing comfortably, he'll probably come on. Yeah. Uh, and they ended up being they were two 0 down, and they ended up coming back. Or they two one. I think it was two 0 I think. I think it was yeah, they ended up coming back, and then obviously he never got a chance to come on because they were fighting for the win. Um, yeah, basically he's been. He's only fifteen. He's been banging the goals in for the reserves, and Daryl and the people at the club think very highly of him. Very very highly indeed. They they. Well, yeah, fifteen years old coming into a league. Football. Yeah, they like they think. Um, they think. They look at him as a sort of natural finisher, as the way he's been described to me. They, they they like his sort of size and physicality as well. He's not sort of a, a weakling, <laughs> even at fifteen. Um, and yeah, they speak very highly of him. So uh, he's in the squad, is what Darrell's told us. Um, which obviously he doesn't normally say this, so he has told us he's in the squad. I would expect or suspect he's on the bench because Darrell also said that for Stevenage, it's going to have to be a team. They might have to look at. Uh, a bit more, a bit of experience in the side. So I'm expecting those tactical changes we talk about potentially to come into force tomorrow with, with a couple players missing out or whatever. But um, he's going to be on the bench. Well, he's going to be in the squad. I know that, but I expect he'll be on the bench. And fair play, it's a, it's a good, it's a good opportunity for him. It'd be interesting to see who misses out because yeah. they've got um, sort of two or three players that are going to. Miss out on the squad depends on who they pick. Really. You'd expect Adebayo and Gordon to start again, would you? I would say yes. And then Lavery on the bench. Um, are they going to La- have four strikers in the squad? Well, before Gaffney got injured, he was four strikers in the squad oh, every every week, oh. week in, week out. Yeah, so I yeah, I'd, I'd say so. Will he get on the pitch? I hope so. Um, 
sadly, I haven't, I haven't got my crystal ball with me here. So In fact, let, let me just try and read the future. <laughs> Let's combine this with Vital Walsall's question <coughs> before we get into the proper fan question segment. He asks you your formation and starting eleven for tomorrow. I sh- so right. cheers, Vital. I assume he's thinking what you think he should go with rather than what he you think he will go with. Yeah, well, yeah, that makes sense. Go with yeah. what I would go with. So I would go with. Let me have a quick think. I'd go forty-three-one from from the off. Um, or four four two, and then you can change into it. But either way, uh, Liam Roberts, if he's well, um, I don't know whether he is or not. I may have forgotten to ask. Um, <laughs> Shea Facey, um, Sadler, and Scar. I'd keep uh, Pring, Guthrie, and Sinclair. The two holding Gordon out wide, holding behind McDonald left, Adebayo up top. Bish, bash, bash. <coughs> I can't stop coughing now. I've got some tickling in the back of my throat. We'll bring it back to Corona again. To be fair, I am We're showing signs. I'm showing signs. <laughs> you showing signs. <coughs> it's going to be one of those ones where like, you stop, it stops you breathing. No, I don't care. <laughs> Move on. Everyone, people, thousands of people die from the flu every year in every country. Right. Let, let have, you heard, have you heard the... Um, We're coming back to coronavirus again. You heard the conspiracy theory about it. Oh, God. In God. Wuhan... There's, they have like some sort of disease testing or something like that sort of facility. So basically, people are suggesting that the Chinese government created the disease Jeez. and act, and 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 well, either accidentally or deliberately. I would guess accidentally uh, released it because <clears throat> there was that whistleblower doctor. Yeah, they tried to quiet who, someone who um, who who started shouting about it, and he ends up dying of it. Yeah, just saying. <laughs> you, you, you're thinking, right? Let's move on swiftly. Well, before saying, you, before you ask any 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 other questions, can you give me Tom Heslop's first, please? Because this has wound me up, Tom. I'm not having this. Okay. Well, yes. <clears throat> Why did you get so nervous in the press conference with Rory Holden when DC walked in? I want to know about this. I, even well, I didn't this. get nervous. Bloody hell. Anyway, what happened is. Why does he think you got nervous? Well, because I what I said to him afterwards. But I'll, I'll explain. So basically, uh, we did it at the Banks's today. Uh, we did it in one of the executive suites in one of the executive rooms. So we're sat in there, me, BBC WM, Paul and Tom at the club, in there with Rory Holden. I'm, I, he, Holden's just finished, because the way they do it is WM go first, and I sort of add on, because I've sort of got more that I need to ask afterwards. Um, they sort of do all like, the basic coming up games, questions, etc. Um, Rory Holden's literally just finished a, an answer. And I'm about to ask my final question. And it, it is one, I had a notepad that even had my questions in. It's 100% my final question. <laughs> yeah. It was my final question, without a doubt. The door starts creeping and creeping open. What, like slowly? Like the hand no, 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 no. Not like, yeah. it's, in like, so it's, like it's, it's, it's in like it starts opening. Yeah, yeah. But it wasn't like they didn't like slam it open. You know what I mean? Right. It starts opening. Yeah. And it's happened a couple of times where someone's tried to walk in not realising that there's a press one and they've closed the door. So I'm expecting that that person was going to close the door again realising the people in here. So I start I start talking. I start asking the question. Like I get like three or four words in. And then Daryl Clark pops his head around the corner <laughs> and he comes into the room. He, and he, rather, than, rather than letting us finish, he comes. He comes into the room and stands there, and so I, I and I sort of so I stopped and looked and looked up at him and and sort of chuckled, and he and he started like pulling a face and 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 just like what face like an angry face. No, 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 no. Just oh, like right. having a bit, just having like a bit of a laugh, and, oh, oh, like yeah. looking at Rory and having a bit. Of, it, was, it was nothing really to it, but it put me off because I wasn't expecting him to walk <laughs> in. 
it, it like might put me off my stride. Like I couldn't think of what my question was off then. Your stride. No, no, because I had like a, no, I had like a train of thought. I had like a train yeah, of yeah, thought with no, the question. No, you're trying to mug me off as well. Don't get him, don't stoop to their level. You say when you say put you off your stride like you're some this magnificent. No, warrior. shut up. That's anyway, I no, like my train of thought with the question. It, like, and then I was, and then for like a split second, I didn't know, I didn't know what to say to to Rory. I turned because because um, I think Daryl sort of laughed and whatever, and I turned back, and then I went, and then I. I couldn't remember the question. What was, was Roy doing up, Joe? I was, and he, he was just looking at me. <laughs> I was like, oh, cry. I almost swore then. I was like, oh, bloody hell, what am I going to do? Uh, well, not really, because it was like a split second. And then I started asking the question, and then sort of half got my words muddled and sort of cut the question off and said, let me word it this way, and then said it again, and it was fine. So there was no issues at all. And then afterwards, I, I, I just said to Tom, I went, Oh, put, put me off my uh, put me off my stride a bit when Dow walked in. Well, I wasn't expecting to walk in. I thought it was just someone was going to close the door again. And then he, and then he, they started taking the mick at me, saying, "Oh, you, get, you got nervous when he walked into the room." No, I didn't get nervous when he walked into the room. I speak to the bloke like three times a week or two times a week, really. But anyway, it was just a bit. Yeah, it was just a bit. Uh, it was. It was just like a very simple thing that happened, and now Tom's trying to mug me off on Twitter about it. So on my message publicly to Tom is one, you know that's not the case, so stop trying to stir. My message two to to Tom would be, don't try and stir in the public eye because it will come back to bite you. There's a little threat, Tom. How about that? So you got nervous and we'll move on. Uh, no, don't. <laughs> I'm not having it from you. You of all people. You I need to be able rat. to give it back somehow. I need to be able to give it back somewhere. I just called you a rat. I don't really know why, but anyway. But you, you know what I mean. So I, I just my train of thought went as I was asking a question. I was midway through the question. You just, just walked. Your in. heart beat skipped a little bit. Though, oh, shut up, man! No, just, it didn't. Just a little bit. Don't don't get <laughs> don't get it twisted. Because you know, you know there are there are fans who who think that Daryl doesn't like me. Why? Uh, just because of like some of his answers to questions and stuff. And well, to be honest, like, maybe he doesn't. But I've had questions. I've, I've had like chats with him before. Like, you got his a- phone number, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. I've had chats with him on the phone and chats in person. Just like a- amicable chats about the job and stuff like that. And we we get on fine. But I think it was the one last week before we found out that Rory Gaffney was leaving. When I said, "Have you got any good news about Rory or James Clark's injuries?" And he put, and he went, "Yes." And I said, "Can you tell us any more on that?" And he went, "No. What, why would I?" So I, so I tweeted, I tweeted that out, and because it's in, I should have really explained it, but because it was in text, obviously form on Twitter, people couldn't didn't have any have any uh, the background yeah. or any of the sort of um, body language or anything. When we were actually in there, he laughed and chuckled mm. and sort of uh, and sort of hit, hit me on the like tap me on the shoulder like a friendly tap and was like having a laugh with me. Like your tweet maybe seemed like a slight. But it seemed it seemed, it seemed like he was having a go at me when he yeah. wasn't. Um, and it was, and it, it was basically him saying no because he because he doesn't like. Obviously, we know we now know why because Rory Gafty was leaving, but he doesn't like answering questions about injuries anyway. But I thought I've got to, I've still got to ask. Um, and so it was basically him saying no and having a, having a laugh, but still saying no. And that's well, obviously he, he says sometimes he won't answer questions. That's up to him. That's fine. Uh, but fans were like fans. Sometimes were thinking, oh god, he he, doesn't, he actually doesn't like me. <laughs> Well, first of all, it's, I'm not there to be liked anyway. Not many uh, I'm there to do like my. Oh, shut up! I'm there to do my job. <laughs> but secondly, I actually do get on with the bloke. Well, um, I'm like, a, uh, don't get me wrong. We're not going out for points or anything like that. But we're like, we actually we do get on pretty well. Um, and he understands that I've got to ask questions that he won't like at times. And uh, sometimes I won't like I won't like the answer, but it doesn't mean I don't like the bloke. Um, so yeah, just to put that out there as well, because some fans some fans get it some fans get it a bit twisted. Because they're not not because of, of through their own fault, because they don't see the whole picture. Um, 
and some fans would be like, oh, he's deliberately not answering Liam's questions. It's like it's not the case. Like, does he does he ever answer the questions on injuries or transfers? Has he ever? Uh, he has you? done at times, and sometimes he'll answer. He'll he'll give you bits without us, without us probing. Um, so he's. Um, yeah, it's obviously the way he likes to work that he doesn't like to give it away. But um, sometimes he does give you a little bit. Uh, now we can do the actual questions yes. rather than Tom's rubbish one. Uh, I'm just trying to figure out which one to go to next. We'll go to Butters WFC. Um, he asks thoughts on carrying our momentum over into this game and giving a team fighting for their lives a good game. So do you think the fact that Stevenage are bottom will give them <coughs> more cause against Warsaw? I mean, well, of course, re- well, yeah. I mean, their eight- recent results don't suggest that it has against other teams. Well, they're eight. They're eight points adrift. And they are seriously. They're, well, they're going to go down, aren't they? They're, they're, think barring so. any miracles, they're gone. Eight points isn't. It's obviously possible they're not going to, but the likelihood yeah. is they're going to go down. So they are going to say, they, of course, they're going to still be fighting for it. But we'll also have to go there. And I, I don't think we can, even if it's away from home, I don't think we can sit. Excuse me. I don't think we can sit back and just invite pressure. I think you have to still attack them and go for the win. Um, so yeah, I think you've got to carry that momentum on um, and just and end the season strongly this season, ready for next. Do you think that momentum will carry on though, the likes of Holden and Adebayo? I think so. I think them two will start again. Um, although I wouldn't put it past Darrell to to not start them. Uh, he'll have, he'll have his reasons for whatever team he picks, but I, I think they will start personally. Uh, final question comes from Jamie Simner. It's not um, necessarily about the Wolves. It's more about the podcast. He's he's in this song. Um, I think I did actually. Yeah, he says I've started listening to the Peter Crouch Party and all that. It's a great podcast, by the way. Just put it out. I've, I, I, I I've got it on my live list, like on my subscribe list, but I never listened. To it. <coughs> it's good. Give it, give it a bell. He says, although it's got nothing on the best Scott B. I don't know. Good that. lad. <laughs> Would you ever consider a similar theme? Are you getting ex Warsaw players on the pod and telling past tales and talking about different topics? like Crouchy does surely Judah could use some of that budget given to Wolves and get some <laughs> ex-saddlers on the pod I hear they've been commentating w- on WM you might have WWE <laughs> just an idea um, that is a good idea um, I think there's a few problems with that go on one I'm usually the host of this and I'm part useless I only work three days you're not usually though it's been Luke until he's swanning off no but he puts me on it now I think well, I would say I'm, at least for this season the host of this podcast. So, you, are you claiming ownership over it? Is that what you're doing? Oh, I don't, I don't have to go as far to say I'd claim ownership. No, you've said it now. You've claimed ownership. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, at least you've got confidence. It's not something I often see in you. Yeah, so I, I mean, it's I a would, joke, by the way. But <laughs> I would like to do that. The problem is, I wouldn't. <coughs> I, I, Yeah, I'm, I'm only in the office two days a week, uh, max. Boss or job. And then at <laughs> a match. Um, uh, basically, the answer is yes. We, they, I think it's yeah, a great no, idea. No, it's no, something no, I've yeah. actually spoke uh, to Luke about before. Uh, and also people at the club, if possible. Yeah, uh, not, not just not just ex people as well as people yeah, at yeah. the club. It's something we're gonna we're gonna pursue, potentially pursue for the summer into next season. Now, um, depends how how well we. Get. But you never know. Towards the end of the season, we might uh, spring a few surprises. That's that, by the way. There's me saying that it, there's nothing planned. It's just I'm gonna try yeah. and see if I can work on something to get, get it to happen. Yeah, we could do something like um, what they do on the Wolves podcast, like I said, like talk to opposition, people from the opposition as well, get inside to them, that's what they do over there. Yeah, I think that'd be a good idea if we could do it. But uh, that's all for today, Liam. Thank you for... Uh... <laughs> that was a very... Uh, sure there was, was that, is there no more questions? No, that's a, very uh, few questions. I'm not going to lie, yeah, I didn't get many replies today, which is a bit, a bit of a shame. Yeah, but you know what, these things happen. 
Um, it, just the way you ended it there, you just went, right, well, that's it. I was like, what do you want to do? Give you a little dance? I, so it, well, well, they can't see, they can't see, so it could be anything. <laughs> how long we, how long have we been going? Just under fifty minutes. We we got to find ten minutes from somewhere. No, anything over forty-five minutes is decent. You you know what? This is the problem with you. I'm always <laughs> I'm always aiming high. You're always you're always a bottom feeder. You're aiming low. Come on then. What do you, what, what do you want to talk about? For <laughs> no, I'm joking. There's no minutes? there's no way I'm going to pluck something out. Coronavirus. You know what? This this will be a good time for me <laughs> for me to announce something the fans are going to be upset about. Oh, here we go. It was a great time. No time at the present. I was meant to do this last podcast. And I actually forgot. Uh, I may be missing a game <laughs> soon. It, poor run incoming again. Poor run incoming. I, I thought no, was that English then? What did you say? Poor run for Walsall incoming. Oh right. I, honestly, <laughs> I thought break. you were speaking another language then. <laughs> I genuinely thought you that, that was like a phrase in another language. I, I didn't have any idea what you just said. Well, um, your grasp of English isn't. Oh shut up. So. <laughs> so it is. I hope, I hope fans like this love-hate relationship between me and the Verminator. No, it's not a love-hate Sometimes I just want to throttle it, but there's other times. You, <laughs> you, you give me abuse. You love it. You get, no. you get some weird kink out of it. You know what, I started here in September. <laughs> <laughs> you do. Some weird kink. You do. Kink. You get some weird feeling uh, out of it. Weird... Oh, I'm not even <laughs> going to go for that. <laughs> go oh, God, that, that was a weird laugh. That really hurt. But I was going to say, I started here in September... And I remember, you know, we were, just, we were just all right with each other, you know, it's hello here and there. And then one day, it just slipped and you yeah. started using me. No, there was I, no in-between period. No, I, no I, just, I just felt like you, you were a bit of an easy target and I just, <laughs> I just, I just went after you. No, I'm joking. Story um, Story yeah, so April the 4th, which is away at Cambridge. I, I'm not there. I'm sorry to say. I'm also, I've got the Friday off as well. Okay, um, Cambridge in the table. Uh, about there, I think they're one point, one point, where one place or one point above or below Warsaw. I think that. So you're not going to be here for one of the for a. Am I game. right? No, they're eleventh. Oh, no, they're eleventh. No, no, they, they've right, they've risen up a little bit. Yeah, they they went through a poor spell. They've they've picked up a little bit now. But um, anyway, they uh, yeah, I may or may not, and by that I mean I am uh, missing the game. I'm sorry. What are you doing? Where are you going? I'm going to the Grand National. Oh, <laughs> oh! It's so not even like a... fans don't hate me. So I, yeah, I went to uni in Liverpool. Uh, when Tom hears me say that, he's going to laugh because he, apparently I always say I lived in Liverpool for three years, which I don't always <laughs> say that. But anyway, whatever, Tom, get life. Uh, I I lived in Liverpool for three years. I, I never went to I never went to Aintree once. It was always something I wanted to do. Never went, and now I've got a mate of mine who. I went to uni with who lives there now because he works there so all of us lads from uni have all got the time off work and we're all going Friday night right let me let me throw this at you Friday <laughs> night because I'm not, I'm not in work the Friday I've put that off as holiday so I'm I feel like we need a little jingle for the segment where you talk about your nights out well this is uh, yeah to be fair do you want to give me a little jingle or you can't have this drink that <laughs> one that was dead. <laughs> Two, I certainly can. And, what do you want me to and, play a trumpet or something? <laughs> that was that was almost like Ricky Gervais the way the way you, the way you said that. Um, sorry, I was just, I, I was just looking at something. There. Um, Friday, so I'm getting there in the afternoon. I'm arriving. Well, sort of two, three, whatever in the afternoon. I think I think I've booked my train two o'clock. I get there. I'm meeting a couple of the lads straight to Weatherspoons on the beers. Oi, oi, oi. No, what, time, what time is this? You two in the afternoon. Two. Okay. Then my mate, my mate hasn't booked it off work because he lives there, so we finish work at like five. He's finishing work, coming to meet us, going out for some food, 
drinks, 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 left, right, <laughs> centre, bit of banter here and there, one drink here, one drink there, straight, straight to the club, boogie all night. This is like a poem. Yeah, 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 it's perfect. <laughs> boogie all night, a few bevs, loving it. Go to bed, get up, hair of the dog. Get, you know what, what, get a what? Ha, not heard of hair of the dog? Hair of the dog? When you're hungover and then you get straight on the beer straight away so, that, so that you feel I've better. I've heard of getting on the beer to secure your hangover. I've never heard the phrase hair of your dog. Hair of the dog. Of Have the you dog. not heard that? Everyone's heard of that. Never in my life. I, I saw, honestly, everyone's heard of that. Anyway, um, I've always, I always find the best hair of the dog drink to have for me is a Corona, a bottle of Corona. Because it's it's because it's still a lager, but it's a it's a bit sort of lighter, and if you have a lime in it, it's got it's a bit fruity. So uh, it's a bit. Oh, shut up. It's uh, Corona's been a, that word has been like a buzzword this whole. Um, so it's it, it gets you going a bit, and it's it's not too heavy on you, so you don't feel too ill, and then you start getting, and then you get a bit heavy as you go. Anyway, then we're getting suited and booted. I've got I've got out. I've gone out and bought myself a new a new clobber. I got um, trousers and a waistcoat, blue checked, blue checked. Yeah, really, I've gone all out. Get white shirt on there. Get, get a tie in down to Aintree, and then we're there. Horses. Uh, by the way, I'm I'm moving around my hands. Like, Which is every time he's talking about going to for a night go. out. <laughs> we're there. Beers, betting, banter. Have you got the three B's? Have you got a? I come coronavirus in the three. You know, I come across like such a <laughs> such a. On what's the word I could use that you don't have to beep out. Idiot. I'll say that. I come across like such an idiot saying this. But if I saw you outside of work, outside of a professional setting. This, 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 the laddish way I'm bringing this over is a joke. But what I'm saying we're doing isn't, isn't a joke. That is, that is the sort of the itinerary, if you, if you will. Do you have a set um, amount that you're going to bet? I do, but I'm not saying it on here. Why? Why? I'm not going. I'm not going into money because people are going to be. Is it? Would you say it's a lot for you? Or yeah, yeah. Okay, you know what? I'll just say it. For for Judah, this is like a Saturday Saturday afternoon. No, yeah, no yeah, problem. Judah. For me, I've I say saved up. I've only I've only put put it away like the last couple of months or so. But uh, on the day, including beers, I've put away two hundred quid for the betting and the beers. That's not too. So bad. let's say I have ten pints at Aintree. That that might be like fifty quid. If they're five, if they're a five each, they would probably be, they'd probably be expensive. Then that's hundred fifty quid to bet with. Yeah. So you just treat it as like if you lose all the money, you've had a good day. Out. Yeah, so I've, I've, put yeah. It, I've saved it deliberately into another account. Like I've got that, I'm going to use it, I'm going to spend it. But then the, the night out, the Friday night, and then the night out on Saturday night, which I'm coming to, <laughs> that isn't included in that money. That money's just when I'm there on the day. So I'm going to have to make sure I save the rest of the month while <laughs> to the rest of the time out. But anyway, I'm uh, then we're going back Saturday after all the races. Getting changed out of the town again. Saturday night in, in in the pool. We're on in the pool. Liverpool. Oh, oh. <laughs> it's a bit of a joke. Uh, and then Sunday, I'm going to wallow in my own self pity and get a train home. Well, yeah, I was going to say that's a bit come <clears throat> down at some point. You can't. What was it? Dog. What, what was that saying? Hair of the dog. Hair of the dog every night, can you? Well, no, because I'd be an alcoholic. If that was <laughs> well, the case. I'll... I'd argue you are already. No, I'm not, because I, I, haven't drank, I haven't had a drink in ages. You bring whiskey into work every day. Oh, shut up. <laughs> I, people are going to think that's real when you say that. Um, but anyway, so that, that's the plan. Um, I, I hate to miss the Saddlers, but... Not that much, though, because you... No, to... shut up. I'm, I've, only, I've only missed one game before this, and that was because I had it was a holiday booked before I got the job. It was more than one game, wasn't it? No, I've only missed one oh, game. I, only, I missed the Salford at home game, because I, I was in Berlin for the weekend. Which they lost. Yes, true. I know that started the bad run as well. Um, so yeah, apologies in advance. That's where I'm going to be on that weekend. I'm going to have a brilliant weekend, but I will make sure I keep an eye on the Sanders score. Will you make a promise now that if you win, 
and this does start another bad run that you will donate your winnings to one lucky winner on this podcast competition. No. Okay. Well, <laughs> how do how do you how do you a, a bad run is can sometimes be subjective. They might lose two and draw two, and someone will say that's a bad run. Where someone else will say, "Oh, the the opponents are hard. It's a decent yeah, run." Well, well, you it'll be up to you to face the uh, ire of the fans if things go south. Oh, anyway, thank you for listening. How long do we make it there? <laughs> Oh, 56 minutes now. Oh, get in. Yeah. Smashed it. <laughs> Smashed it. Thank you for listening. Uh, see you all next time. See you later. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm.